Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Wow, Met fellow adventurers. We are once again in the undercity beneath Pakura. For Sir Crokington, no time has passed at all. Passed at all since the previous episode. For Sir Crokington isn't leaving... Until, until what all the big monsters down here are dealt with. Because we don't want anything. We don't want anything to get out to Packwell and start and start massacring people. Because it would be our fault. Because we opened the way. Anyway, back to exploring the ruins. Nothing of any particular significance. Three decaying ghouls. Fight these manually. The ghouls moan as they reach out for you. The touch of your enemy sends a deathly chill the length of your body for seven damage. Because, yep, yeah, it's always good to do a few manual fights because then you get to see how they fight you and if they have any interesting specials. Even though, mechanically speaking, it's nearly always better to just quick combat because it's quick and often you take less damage 2 xp and 3 gold keep exploring suddenly we're exploring an area marked by by dozens of towering heaps of rubble and debris you suddenly spot a dark opening at the base of one of the nearby collapsed structures You've made note of the special location. A lair of what? And may you turn to into the future whenever you explore the ruins below Pakwar. We're standing in the midst of several massive piles of rubble. The towering heaps of debris, once grand structures, dominated the heart of the ancient palace. Appear to have collapsed suddenly, likely the result of some great calamity. At the base of one of the toppled structures, partially obscured from the view by two t- cracked columns, there's a dark opening leading down into a broad tunnel. Sharp, damp outcroppings of stone jut out from the sides of the opening at odd intervals, providing a makeshift ladder by which you might break your way down into the hole. An overwhelming sense of stench of decay rises out of the opening. Well, let's just see what's down here in this dark hole. Taking care not to lose your Grip on the damp outcroppings of stone, you slowly lay yourself down into the dark, rotting lair. You're standing at the bottom of a steep and narrow shaft that leads up and out of this rotting lair. To the east and west, broad, dank tunnels vanish into the darkness. Now this is a... We're on a classic dungeon map. Not the tile-based. These are the old-style ones where... Everything's where the where you have the corridors between the places. 
Anyway, I'm, I'm sort of I'm on the north side, and I'm twisting my way to the northwest, where there's something. Suddenly, a fierce chorus of squeaks erupt out of the shadows ahead as a swarm of large, black-haired wats, their eyes glowing silver, swiftly fill the corridor. Unable to escape from the vicious horde, now pressing in on all sides, you bravely hold your ground and engage the first of the giant wats, silver-eyed wats, one of many. They're moving too fast for us to count them. And they're bigger than me. Because, of course, the cookies is a toad. <laughs> the vicious silver, silver-eyed rat tears at your flesh with its fangs. Uh, you, dominating spirit, leave these rats alone. Look what you made me do. You made me kill the rat. It's been a perfectly good rat if you hadn't gone and dominated it. It would have spent its time just, just living in a corner and... Uh, Scavenging things and being a rat, or something like that. Free XP. The rat shrieks loudly in the throes of death as his bloody carcass lands on the floor. His glowing silver eyes flicker brightly before going dark. Well, off to Wathalla with you, which is of course Valhalla, but for rats, there's lots of cheese. And, um, lots of cheese and fancy hats, <laughs> or something like that. Unable to escape from the vicious snort, not now pressing on all sides, you bravely hold your ground and engage the next of the giant rodents. Just bashy, bashy, bash, bash. And it is slain. 3xp. The wax shrieks loudly and throws to death as his bloody carcass stands on the floor. His glowing silver eyes flicker blightly before going dark. Unable to escape from the horde. Vicious horde now pressing on all sides. You bravely hold your ground and engage the next of the giant rodents. Quick, just going to quick combat these now. Another 3xp. Uh, you bravely hold your ground as you continue to battle the swarming rats. Okay. The remainder of the swat wax swarm, perhaps deterred by the ease with which you dispatch their vicious kin, scatters into the surrounding shadows, swiftly disappearing into the darkness. Taking a few moments to check over the equipment, you once again set off through the festering lair. Okay, okay. Hmm. Yes, I've got to, got to deal with these rats before I deal with this snake, because I do not want these rats to be all commanded and organised without that big snake around to, to, to eat them all up. That they would just surge into the city and uh, uh, cause some sort of vermintide or something like that. And it would be very bad. Okay, making my... Oh! More silver rats, silver-eyed rats. The rats are black, but their eyes are silver. Right, just quick combating them. 3xp. 3xp. Next to the giant rodents. You bravely hold your ground as you can use the battle of swarming rats. 
Bixby, flicker brightly, go dark. Fire of many. Uh, uh, oh, and then they, they get it. They, they're terrified enough to overthrow whatever's controlling them. And they run away. Which is what they actually wanted to do all along, probably. Because, I mean, I'm... Okay, okay, I'm not big. I'm small. But I'm, but I'm incredibly poisonous. Poisonous so they, they can't eat me. <laughs> so they've no reason to bother me. Set off again through the festering there. Okay. It's close to something now. Here it is. Suddenly. As you step into the small chamber at the end of the passage, you're horrified by the nightmarish sight that greets your eyes. A massive horde of black-haired rats, their eyes blazing silver, sweep loudly as they swarm over what appears to be a small fragment of stone. Now and again, the tide of rodents retreats from the object, giving you a clear view of what appears to be part of a statue depicting a large rat. Seconds later, however, the flood of rats streams forward, crawling crawling and clawing their way over on as they climb back on the stone monument. The giant rats seem to take no notice of you. Do I attempt to retrieve the stone fragment? Well, well, as someone who raids places, you always take you always take the stone statues. But Replace them with something of equal weight in case it causes in case it causes a large boulder to fall down on you or something. Tweet the statue fragment. As you step towards the swarming rats, the vicious rodents, their eyes blazing swir stover, turn to face you, shrieking wildly. You quickly come to the realization the entire horde is about to surge towards you. You realise that unless you flee immediately, you may not be able to escape this chamber alive. Yes, and that would be a bad way to go. Just swarmed by rats. You're just death by a thousand nips. Yeah, or maybe you just suffocate under the sheer weight of them. Or you'll just get lashed. By a thousand rat tails. Well, we're going to face them. Because I have a feeling that I have to get these parts to solve this rat problem. These overly aggressive rats. With the massive hordes of giant, giant rats pressing in on from all sides. You bravely engage the nearest of the vicious creatures. Due to the vast number of rats that fill this chamber and the ferocity with which they're guarding the stone fragment. Mm. Does the control get stronger the closer they get to these rat bits? These rat stone bits? Probably. Probably. Begin combat. Silver-eyed rat. Tears your flesh with its fangs and is slain. And the eyes flicker brightly in gold mark. Okay, just quick. Three of many. It is slain. Four of many. 
There's no fleeing yet. I just have to keep going until they're all gone, I guess. This could take a while. Six of many. Seven of many. Eight of many. Nine of many. Okay. Oh, I almost completed the, the arbitrary quest objective of killing ten rats. But I only killed nine rats. 128 experience to general. The remainder of the wax swarm, perhaps deterred by the ease with which you dispatch their vicious kin. So, so the control the the control over the wats is about twice as strong near these statue parts and further away from them, because those ones I could I could fight four until their terror level increased enough to overcome the domination. Here it takes nine, nine, nine doses of mortal terror to overcome it. Although, is mortal, is mortal ter terror a linear thing with each layer? Or is it, or does, is it quadratic, exponential, logarithmic? I'm making gestures with my hand, but obviously you can't see them. So why am I doing that? I don't know. You'll just have to look up the terms online, won't you? Taking a few moments to recover from the brutal fight, you step forward to examine the statue shards for which the rats have been swarming. Close examination of the stone idol reveals it to be the hindquarters and tail of an idol carved to resemble a giant hideous rat. Believing the statue shard will prove to be of some use, you promptly take possession of it. I have a stone idol fragment. Hmm. The, st the stone frag. This stone fragment is one piece of the smashed idol that's been carved to resemble a giant hideous wax. You currently possess one of these shards. You possess. You possess a shard that depicts the hind, quarters and tail of what appears to be a hideous wax idol. After carefully searching the rest of the chamber and finding nothing of any particular interest, you once again prepare to resume your exploration of this dark, rotting lair. Okay, keep going, keep going. Essential decay is overwhelming. Okay, just, just a bit northeast of where I started, suddenly. A small debris-filled chamber at the corner, the end of the corridor. You make a gruesome discovery. Lying in the corner of this chamber, now little more than a heap of decaying, wag-covered bones, are the skeletal remains of a large man. A rusted axe lies at the side, next to which are scattered the cloven skulls of seven large wags. Well, at seven I don't have to deal with it. Well, depending on how long ago it is. They presumably just bred more wats to replace it by now, so didn't really help me at all. <laughs> Appears this brave, all foolhardy adventurer made his last stand in this very womb, perhaps no more than a year ago. Suddenly, you catch sight of something on the floor beneath the remains of this dead man. 
your gaze locks onto a small but bulging cloth pouch. Okay. Who keeps letting all these adventurers in? Because this is supposed to be a sealed city. There shouldn't be any adventurers down here. Hmm. Honestly, I think that, that guy has just been giving the, giving the secret away to almost everyone. Hmm. Maybe. Maybe the lever doesn't open the way. It just registers me as someone that can go there. Hmm. Yeah. I wonder. Like, does, does that mean everyone gets gets their own flying sword guardian before they're allowed in here? They have to get past? Hmm. Okay, maybe... Maybe the sword wasn't to keep, wasn't to help keep the things in the floor in there, but to keep adventurers from going in and getting themselves killed until they proven they had a certain level of skill. You know, it's a, a beef gate. I think that that's. That's the term they use. Where to get into a, a dungeon, they they quickly throw a slightly harder than most of the things in the in the floor battle. So you don't get you don't get a little way in and then find out. Oh no, this is too hard for me, and I've used up all my I've used up all these very rare consumable items. And I just saved, so I can't even go back. Yeah. Suddenly, you catch sight of something on the floor, beneath the remains of the dead man. Your gaze locks onto a small but bulging cloth pouch. Much to your surprise, the cloth pouch, which falls apart as you take hold of it, Contains a pair of heart-shaped emeralds. Immediately realising the value of the sizeable gems, you quickly secure them in amongst your other possessions. Of a pair of heart-shaped emeralds, you found these sizeable emeralds, each shaped like a heart, in the watting lair in the ruins beneath the city of Pakwur. So making a quick search of the rest of the chamber, you shake over the equipment before once again resuming your exploration this dark Watting lair. I presume the adventurer found these somewhere else. Maybe in a dungeon that has now collapsed. Possibly immediately collapsed after they grabbed said emeralds. They grabbed these emeralds. And then they, they, they're trying to find their way back to the surface. Or maybe they thought, oh I can get more stuff. And so anyway they wandered into this lair. And then they got themselves killed. And then they, they went back to their previous save. But that's an entirely different timeline. Yes. Where they survived. And they got out the heart-shaped emeralds. And they traded them in for something. Yes. Mm. I wonder. Now, all these adventurers seem more than a... Seem to be quite a 
several months back. So maybe that what that sword was only installed recently. I mean, I mean the 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 layout of the dungeon just give you plenty. The sword does make this the the look, the way it's designed. It's absolutely clear. You're dealing with something that could kill you in an instant if you're not careful. So hope maybe. Yeah, I mean it, it's deliberately leaving leaving a trail to deter people. The sword. I mean if it. I mean if it if its goal was to kill people. To kill everyone that went there, it will just lie at the bottom. And just wait until you're exhausted. Actually, no. It, it would lie at the top. Just hidden in a little alcove somewhere. Wait until... Wait until you've gone down. Pressed the lever. Then climbed all the way up again. Then you're absolutely exhausted. And then it'll come at you. And decapitate you. But... If its main role was to scare people away then it would make sure that there's a trail of corpses to make it absolutely clear this isn't a place you can safely go but apparently people still kept going yes yeah or or maybe or maybe if all we know maybe just what they might they might not e or maybe Maybe she, you know, just scavenge some, scavenge some unclaimed corpses from the mortuary. Just got the sword to hack them up a bit, dot the corpses around, you know, to make the place absolutely terrifying. And then hopefully, and then if this is the plan, and I don't know if it's the plan. I'm just really speculating here. Yes. The plan is that only, only people who are only the most experienced adventurers who have dealt with magical flying swords before, or at least think they have, or dealt, some, dealt with something on that sort of level before, would... Would would go for it. Hmm. Would be able to press the lever and enter the under tunnels. Hmm. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. Because I mean, as we saw from looking around here, so many adventurers, pre more than a year or so back, every few every couple of weeks, another adventurer went into the under city and got themselves killed. And so, and so that sword was just installed there to scare people away from the from the lever, so they don't go into the city. Of course, it, of course, to keep the tower up, it has to kill occasionally. But but that's probably a probably save lives in the end, maybe. 
Who knows? Who knows? Is that it? Is that skin? Honestly, you, you could you could you could you could theory craft about this all day, <laughs> and I nearly have. Because we we me, mean all we know is there's the lever. There's this floating sword guardian. Hmm. Thing is, the sword was fresh. The sword wasn't rusted in any way. Which it would be if it was from the time... Well, if it was from the time when they built the columns and first sealed the city away. Mm. Yes. Yeah, I think, yeah, it, yes. yeah, it could be a modern, modern placement going by that. But then again, magic. Presumably, whatever possesses a sword can... Stop it from getting rusty as well. Even if it isn't, even if it is, it does, is drenched in blood. <laughs> okay, there's something to the south. I'm in the sort of near the east side. Suddenly, as you step into this small chamber at the end of the passage, you're horrified by the nightmarish sight that greets your eyes a massive horde of black haired rats. Their eyes blazing silver. Shriek loudly as they swarm over what appears to be a small fragment of stone. Now and again, the tide of rodents retreats from the object, giving you a clear view of what appears to be part of a statue depicting a large rat. Seconds later, however, the flood of rats swarms forward, crawling and clawing their way over one another as they climb back onto the stone fragment. The giant rats seem to take no notice of you. Okay, I'm just going to quickly heal myself up. Treat the stone fragment. As you step towards the swarming rats, the vicious rodents, their eyes blazing silver, turn to face you, shrieking wildly. You quickly come to the realisation the entire horde is about to surge towards you. you quickly realise that unless you flee immediately, you may not be able to escape this chamber alive. Hold your ground and face the rat horde. The massive horde of giant rats pressing in from all sides. You bravely engage the nearest of the vicious creatures. Due to the vast number of rats that fill this chamber, and the ferocity with which they are guarding stone fragments, flight from this battle is not an option. Silver-eyed rat, one of many. Tear your flesh with their fangs. I'm just going to quick combat them all now. Yeah, they, they just... Yeah, they, they all... They all die the same. Is the XP going up? There's now 3 XP. Or am I just... Could be, could be. Now it's 4 XP, it used to be 3. Oh, now it's 5. Oh, okay, yeah, they're definitely getting stronger. 7th rat. Okay, okay, I think there, there was only 7 rats that time. I guess there's a... There's a range... Probably six to ten or something like that. The reminder of the rat swarm, perhaps deterred by these with which you dispatched their vicious kin, scurries out of her chamber, swiftly disappearing along the corridor inside. 128 experience to the general. After taking a few moments to recover from the brutal fight, you step forward to examine the statue shard for which the rats had been swarming. Uh, a closer examination of the stone fragment 
reveals it to be the head of an idol carved to resemble a giant hideous rat. Believing the statue shard will prove to be of some use, you promptly take possession of it. And I look at the description, it's the same. The head. I have the head and the hide. And the hindquarters and tail. I've just got to get the middle. After carefully searching the western chamber and finding nothing of any particular interest, you once again prepare to resume your exploration of this dark, rotting lair. Okay. One square northwest of there. Suddenly, a fierce, cautious shriek erupts out the sound's head as a swarm of large, black-haired rats, their eyes glowing silver, swiftly fill the corridor, unable to escape from the vicious horde. Now, pressing in on all sides, you bravely hold your ground and engage the first of the giant rats. It's more of these silver-eyed rat hordes, just going to quick combat them all. 3 XP. 3 XP. Yeah, it looks like the rats are stronger near the idol pits. Yes, that's another effect of another effect of the the idol. It makes the rats stronger. That's why they give more XP. It's a little trick. Alright, there's number seven. Just keep keep smash keep stabbing away, stabbing away. Number nine uh, 128 experience to general and scattering the remain remainder of the wax swarm, perhaps deterred by the ease with which you dispatch their vicious kin, scatters the surrounding shadows, swiftly disappearing into their darkness. It's taking a few moments to check over your kin, you once again set off through the festering. Oh yeah. This is just a regular rat horde, not a pe not a statue piece guarding horde. Okay. Okay, I'll, I'm Move my way round to the western side, in the middle, and a bit northwest of there. Here's another fragment. A massive horde of black-haired rats. Their eyes, blazing silver, shriek loudly as they swarm over what appears to be a small fragment of stone. Now and again, the tide of rodents retreats from the object, giving you a clear view of what appears to be a statue. Depicting a large rat. Seconds later, however, the flood of rats swarms forward, crawling and clawing their way over one another as they climb back onto the stone fragment. The giant rats seem to take no notice of you. Well, I've got to get this stone fragment because it's there. It's there. I've got to get it because it's there. I mean. Attempt to retrieve the stone fragment. As you step towards the swarming rats, the vicious rodents, their eyes blazing silver, turn to face you, squeaking wildly. You come to the realization that the entire horde is about to surge towards you. You also realize that unless you flee immediately, you may not be able to escape this chamber alive. If I leave immediately, yeah, you just, you just, you just back out. Nothing happens. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. And here, here we are. Okay, between the stone chat fragment. Face the wild horde. Okay. Due to the vast number of rats that fill this chamber and the ferocity with which they're guarding the stone fragment, flight from this battle is not an option. Quick combat. You've slain your foe. Okay. Keep smashing away. Keep smashing away. Well, stabbing away. Smashing would be it. Smashing would be the shimmering silver. Silver mace, perhaps. Okay, keep going, keep going, keep going. And quick combat. 5 XP for that one. Here's number 9. 10! I have killed 10 rats. And that finishes the quest. In a traditional MMORPG style. But in Swift style it's just a this is just part of the thing. We're not going to record that as a formal quest. Because, because it's not. It's just something that turns up on the way. 128 experience to the general. The remainder of the wax swarm, perhaps deterred by the ease with which you dispatched their vicious kin, scurries out of the chamber, swiftly disappearing along the corridor outside. It's taking a few moments to recover from the brutal fight. You step forward to examine the statue shard for which the rats had been swarming. Close examination of the stone fragment reveals it to be the lower torso of an idol carved to resemble a giant, hideous rat. Believing the statue shard will prove to be of some use, you promptly take possession of it. It's a stone idol fragment. It's the lower torso. Okay, so I've got the head, the lower torso and the hindquarters. I guess that means all that's left is the upper torso. Hmm. Upper torso and, oh yeah. Upper torso and front legs, I guess. Gotta have four legs. Of as you know. I mean, this is, the, this is an Id, this is an idolized rat. So obviously it's gonna have all its limbs. You know, in reality, Sometimes they get, they disappear. <laughs> After carefully searching the rest of the chamber, finding any particular interest, he once again prepares prepare to resume the exploration of this dark, rotting lair. Okay, now going our way to the southwest corner. Suddenly, it's another stone fragment. Climb back onto the wax. Seconds later, however. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, they're, they're swarm. Okay, I'll, actually, I'll just sweep the whole thing. As you step into the small chamber at the end of the passage, you're horrified by the nightmarish sight that greets your eyes. A massive horde of black-haired rats, their eyes blazing silver, shriek loudly as they swarm over what appears to be a small fragment of stone. Now and again, the tide of rodents retreats from the object, giving you a clear view of what appears to be part of a statue depicting a large rat. Seconds later, however, the flood of rats swarms forward, 
crawling and clawing their way over one another as they climb back onto the stone fragment. The giant rats seem to take no notice of you. Alright, let's go get this stone fragment. As you step towards the squarming rats, the vicious rodents, their eyes blazing silver, turn to face you, shrieking wildly. Although I guess it's some sort of mind behind the rats that is facing me. It's just using the rats. Puppeting, puppeteering them like dead meat. flesh robots or something you quickly come to the realization the entire court is about to search towards you you also realize that unless you flee immediately you may not be able to escape this chamber alive hold your ground and face the rat horde at the massive hall the rats pressing in on all sides you bravely engage the nearest of the vicious creatures Due to the vast number of rats to fill this chamber, and the ferocity with which they're guarding the stone fragment, fight from this battle is not an option. It's a silver-eyed rat. Quick, combat it. I'm just going to quick combat all of these. Just 2 XP. Then 4 XP, because they're getting tougher. Or at least I think... Yeah, I mean, why else would the XP go up? Because usually... The XP goes up by just a couple of points. It's because 5 XP now. 7th Rat. Another 5 XP. This is combat experience. Which is shared between general weaponry, weaponry subskill, and whatever powers you may use. So if you if you lose, use loads of powers, you can end up with a spattering experience for all sorts of things. But if you only use powers, you can get, you can get the experience just going rolling to that power. Which can, can come in handy if you want to level up a power. Silver Wide Wap number 9. Number 9. Number 9. 128 experience to general. The remainder of the Wat Swarm, perhaps deterred by the ease with which you dispatched their vicious kin, Scurries out of the chamber, swiftly disappearing along the corridor outside. Taking a few moments to recover from the brutal fight, you step forward to examine the statue shard over which the rats had been swarming. Alright, close examination of the stone fragment reveals it to be the upper torso of, of an idol carved to resemble a giant hideous rat. Believing the stone statue will prove to be of some use, you promptly take possession of it. After carefully searching them, searching the rest of the chamber, and finding nothing of any particular interest, you once again prepare to resume your exploration of the dark, rotting lair. Okay, I got four of the shards. You seem to have all the shards that make up this shattered rat idol. Hmm. But is there a way to put it together again? Because I have a feeling all these rats are are being controlled by some sort of curse that was placed on the statue that when it broke, it, it just cursed rat waves upon ye. Yes. So don't break the rat statues. Because the rats will get you. They don't want to. They just have to. Resume exploration of this dark, rotting lair. Okay. 
Okay, go, moving along the south side a bit more. Here's another alcove. Suddenly, in a small debris-filled chamber at the end of the corridor, you make a gruesome discovery. Ooh. Soon across the set. Across the centre of the chamber are the skeletal remains of three humans. If you examine the leather and chain-clad skeletons closely, and determine there were remains of two men and a woman. Hopelessly rusted swords lie near the deceased trio. The bones and skulls of several large rats are mingled in with the remains of the humans. It seems that these three unfortunate adventurers made a final stand in this chamber. Suddenly, you spot something on the fleshless finger of the skeleton of the woman. Okay. Scooping, stooping next to the chain-clad skeleton, you carefully examine the iron wing adorning one of the fingers on his left hand. Engravings of birds decorate the thick band. Believing the wing may have some value, or perhaps it to be of importance, you quickly take possession of it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think it's just a general, I think it's just a general, general understanding between adventurers that yes, if you, if I die and you find me, you can loot my corpse, but if you find any letters on my person, you have to deliver them. It's just, it's just a, it's an unwritten rule of adventurers. You can gear and treasures. You're allowed to. You're, you're allowed to take them. And if I die, they can. If I was to die, and they found my corpse, they could take my stuff, and they would be very impressed indeed. <laughs> um, then they'll probably become famous adventurers. From it. Because I have so much good stuff. Yeah, I bet most adventurers seem to have only one or two things. When I've got dozens of things on me. Hmm. Well, I guess it's just practicality, really. I mean, <laughs> imagine coding a full set of equipment for every adventurer you steal from it. Because most of it would be well a bit they probably did have full set of equipment but most of it's hopelessly decayed by now so only the thick iron wing remains remains intact presumably because it's more dense and thus less vulnerable to rust or maybe they, or maybe they even bashed in a little bit of, bashed in a bit of carbon or something else. So it's actually steel, a type of steel. You found this thick iron wind. It's banged and engraved pictures of bird in flight on the finger of a dead adventurer deep within the ruins beneath the city of Backwar. Well, it's another thing I'm going to show Timikith. So making a quick search of the rest of the chamber, you check over the equipment pool once again, resuming your exploration of this dark, rotting lair. Okay. Okay, the, this dungeon is mainly an S shape. I'm along the bottom part of the S, and there's a power corridor, there's a corridor between the middle and 
the lowest part, and I'm going through it, and there's something. Oh, it's just a, just, just a regular horde of rats. Just gonna just gonna smash these as usual. Yeah, just get get them, get them, get them, get them, get them all, get them all, get them all. Yeah, yeah, just gonna send them off to Wahala. Wahala, where there is lots of cheese. What holler? Where there's like lots of words. And they're always snuggling. <laughs> and there's bubble baths. Alright, that, end, that ends that little horde with 128 experiences in general. The remainder of the rat swarm, perhaps deterred by the ease with which you dispatched their vicious kin, scatters into the surrounding shadows, swiftly disappearing in the darkness. Take a few moments to check over equipment, you once again set off through the festering lair. Okay, there's not much left. Just making my way to the end of the S in the southeast corner. But there's something in the way. It's another horde of rats. Gonna quick combat the lot of them. Gonna quick heal between these fights. Because even though they're three plus, they can eventually wear you down. Unless unless of course you have the that that option you get for having enough donation points where you get auto heal after up to one in ten battles. In which case you really don't have to worry about being worn down by three pluses. Because you'll just get healed. But I think that kind of that kind of ruins the narrative in some senses, having auto heals. Because in a lot of a lot of the combat, the the sense that you are being worn down. You might not, you're not sure whether you will break or your foes will, will, will break first. But when you auto heal, there's, there's no real tension because you can fight forever. But admittedly, that, that's an implied rather than the explicit story. And I think, I don't understand, you, you'd cut. I'm per perfectly willing to cut down on the implied story to get to the explicit story quicker and easier. But just something to consider. I mean, like, in the, in the adventure of the horseman. I mean, in that... In that, his, the the heroic sacrifice in that makes no sense if you can just auto-heal forever. Because you could just fight them, fight the Otorok forever. But when you don't have that, you're like, when you see 50 or so Otorok approaching, you're like, I don't think I have enough Neville Reserve to heal myself from all of these. They're like, I'm not, I don't know how I'm getting out of this. I don't know. 
And I think that that was probably that was definitely intention. Intention of the narrative. But the gameplay was you're beginning you're running out you're running out of resources. You don't have there's just no there's just only so much your body can give. And you're and you're starting to build up a deficit now. And when that happens, you die. <laughs> yes. Anyway, eyes flicker brightly before going dark. Just, just a consideration, really. Anyway, the the narrative benefits of mortality, I guess. Because not, not. Of course, I'm not not to say dark, not to dark souls it up. Where, where, oh, your achievement only matters if you get it after dying fifty times. Because I, I don't know if the, I don't know if the, oh, I finally done it, really balances out the hours of. Or more likely going, or more likely going, and then just giving up and not getting the sense of satisfaction and just getting the annoyance. And then watching someone else actually fight, defeat it in a let's play, so you never get the satisfaction. And you feel like you're cheating. The remainder of the wet saw, perhaps deterred by the ease with which dispatched their vicious kin, scatters into the rounding shadow, swiftly disappearing in the darkness. Take a few moments to check over equipment, you once again set off through the festering lair. Okay. This is the last part of this dungeon. What is there? <coughs> the stench of what? Nearly overwhelms you. Overwhelms you as you explore this dark, festering lair. Presumably, most of the what is for all these rats that we keep having to kill. Because I mean, it, it, I mean, you must be like wading knee deep through dead rats by now, which is really morbid. I mean, poor rats. I mean, they didn't ask to be mind controlled by the by the spirit of by the vengeful spirit of a big rat god. They just, they just wanted to nom things. They just wanted to chew things and have and have rat sex, lots and lots of rat sex. <laughs> but no, no, they just, they got, just got, they just got wank, yanked into the schemes of a, the schemes of a rat god that is barely worshipped anymore, or something like that. You're standing at the northern end of a short, wobble-choked wobble section of passage. Rising up against the wall at the, north, the end of the corridor is a rough, hewn surface, slightly higher than your waist. It is stone plinth perched atop an ornate base. Particular item may be useful. It's something I've got here. Okay. 
It's going to be the stone idol fragments. Usually in a dungeon, if you're asked to use an item, it's something you got in the dungeon or you got shortly before you went in the dungeon. Of course, in Raptor's Mad, that's a lot of things. But in a dungeon like this, it's pretty much only this. Still an idle fragment. You remove the four statue shards from among your possessions and hold them out up towards the plinth. The bright silver glow washes over the surface of the plinth and rapidly envelops each of your shards. You know what? Rat God, if you wanted the idol fixed, you could have just, you know, asked. You could have asked and someone would have plopped down. Someone would have plopped down and gone, oh, okay, I'll put your idol together. I just put it on this idol. 512 experience to general, 128 experience to all skills and powers. Without warning, the four statues slant. Shards fly out from in front of you and hover in mid-air, directly between you and the glowing plinth. The, the shards spin themselves into a silver blur as the glow animating from the surface of the plinth intensifies. Slowly, the silver glow that envelops both the swirling shards and the plinth begins to fade. When the last of the silvery light is gone, you find yourself staring down at the fully reformed statue of a rat standing on the foot of the plinth. Uncertain with regards to the importance of this strange item, you quickly reach down and take possession of it. I have a stone rat idol view. This small stone idol, carved to resemble a giant hideous rat, is approximately the size of a small helmet. But of course, it's way too big for Sir Crohian's helmet. He can only use tiny helmets. Although, I didn't imagine using that as a helmet. You just... Yeah, I mean, I mean, it would offer some protection, but you get some serious neck cramps, so don't. Also, wouldn't really. I'm just imagining just put it on your head, so it really wouldn't protect you from the side or the back, or even the front. So, not that good as a helmet, really. Which is why it's not the helmet; it's just the size of a helmet. Alright, what if I use the the stone rat idol here? Alright, oh, oh, I used it and I got even more XP. 1,024 experience to general, 128 experience to all skills and powers. You place... You place the rat idol atop the plinth. Instantly, the surface of the plinth begins to radiate a bright silver glow. The glow washes over the idol and for a few moments it becomes impossible to distinguish the two forms of each other. Then, as quickly as it appears, the glow fades, leaving both the plinth and the idol looking exactly as they did only moments ago. Confident that you've unlocked whatever magic was hidden within the idol, or the plinth, or both, you carefully pick up the stone statue of the Wat and place it in amongst your other possessions. Hmm, so apparently... A big rat god doesn't really care that much about you stealing his idol. Presumably, presumably the rat, rat god has a sort of soft spot for thieves. And so like, well, you got it. 
Respect? You got the idol. Just don't break it. Then I'll be angry. Remember, stealing is good. Breaking is bad. Okay. Place it amongst your other possessions. Alright. Why do you think it's a stone cliff person? You clearly recall the bright silver glow emitted by the plinth when you placed the reformed rat iron on top of it. Now, now that that's dealt with, what can I use it again? No, no, I can't return the idol because apparently the, the rat god doesn't particularly like just having idols just sitting around. He wants his idol to move around and see things. And, you know, have adventures and possibly get stolen. You clearly recall. Okay. And that. And that is. Well, I think that's probably a good point for us to stop now. Okay, so. Out. So there's, there's three great menaces in this. in the Undercity. The big skeleton, the big snake, and the horde of rats. I have now dealt with one of them. Probably the, the one that's actually the least least concern for overwhelming the city. Because, I mean, a lot of people can deal with rats. I mean, there was this whole professions dedicated to it, and like cats and dogs. Of course, if they were in a horde, bit more difficult for a dog to deal with it but that's why you have three dogs three dogs and that that would probably be just fine okay let's just get out of this rotting lair and move away continue on my way i'm just going to do the dark pool of muck now to see so you can see what happens, the XP you get for 32 experience to general, 48 to general, 64 to general, slightly less than the first time, because it's repeatable, it's always less for repeatables, I mean that, that, that's how you encourage people to do new things, because I mean otherwise people would probably just spend their entire time doing the most optimal progress and then complaining then complaining that all I do is the same adventure over and over again there are literally hundreds of other ventures to why would I do them they're not optimal well maybe you should focus less on playing optimally and more on having fun then you can have fun because if you're not trying to have fun it's not really your, it's not really the game's fault if you don't have fun. Or something like that. But no, no, you gotta, merely, you, you kind of have to lead people by the, by the hand. Because given half a chance, people will optimise, optimise all the fun out of the game. It's just, just what they do. So you've got to carefully, carefully manage things so they don't get
get themselves stuck in doing this one optimal thing over and over and over and over and over and over again. And then blaming the game because they're no fun. Big market again begins to wipe. Yeah, it's the same, same as, same, okay. 112 experience. Another ooze covered gore, each of them stronger than the last. 10 combat experience, 120 experience to general. Another ooze covered gore. Uh, oh dear. I'm having to heal myself in combat, but it is slain. Alright, 11 XP, 144 experience to general. Hideous school, it's watting form now, mangled and tattered, staggers back and sinks into the pool of muck, swiftly disappearing from view beneath the dark, losing surface suddenly. 128 experience to general, 32 experience to all skills and powers. Which means that this dark pool of muck is more rewarding than most axe path ones. XP wise, loot wise, it's terrible. Instinctively, you drop back from the pool and draw yourself into combat distance. Okay, it's, it's, and there's the ooze receding. You can descend the steps, but I've already descended the steps, so let's step out. Step away. Yeah, step out of the basin. There's a confirm because there's quite a wide reset time. Options. Now, there's timers, timers, timers. Okay, wait. Uh, is this is this one of the things? No, the pool of muck is not not one of the is not one of the things as a timer for. Probably because it, it's sort of irregular, but yeah, it tends to be you 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 can go back there pretty often. Anyhow. That. Alright, so next time. Next time we have to deal with that big skeleton and the big snake. And then I can finally stop feeling bad about opening the way to the undercity of Pakwar. Because all that will be left will be some minor ghouls who. Yeah, it will probably only come up one at a time. And even then, they won't really be a problem because you can just slowly walk away from them until someone more competent until someone more experienced with that business deals with them but anyway until then farewell fellow adventurers save big on brunch for mom all in the kroger app get 16 ounce packs of flavorful angus 90 percent lean ground sirloin for 4.99 each with a digital coupon then buy two get two free on 12 packs of delicious coca-cola pepsi or 7-up all with your card shop these deals at your local kroger today or tap the screen now to download the kroger app to save big today kroger fresh for everyone prices and product availability subject to change restrictions apply see site for details